Who is a hero? Is it the chosen one, with the weight of history pushing them to greatness? Or are they someone just like you? At this point in the bedtime story, grandparents point their finger right at the blanketed chest of their spellbound grandchildren. On the next page, we meet our main characters. Johnny, the bringer of light. Anara, the knife in the shadow. And Tracy, the mechanical marvel. In the beginning, they weren't much at all. Petty criminals stuck in the Kiko jail for the goofiest of crimes. Tracy wasn't even charged at all. But that would all change too quickly. Rushed from the depths of the dungeon to the heights of the castle gardens, they're hired for the most important job of the millennium, defending the wedding between the son of the representative of Phidopolis, Alonzo Kiko, and the son of the representative of Chronopolis, Greg Nectaria. The party accepts the task and sneaks into the wedding, disguised as a cook, a waiter, and an honored guest. Events go off without a hitch, until the Redthroat Gang attacks. The anarchist group, bent on ruining the Kiko establishment, threatens the newlyweds with poisoned frogs, throwing the entire wedding into absolute chaos. As Greg succumbs to poison, Alonzo's medallion, an heirloom from his great-great-great-great-great-grandfather, begins to glow and spin. In the night sky, a constellation of five stars glows brightly. A star winks out. Time freezes for everyone, except Alonzo, Johnny, Anara, and Tracy. This must be a sign, said Alonzo. I don't know about this, yelled our party. They quickly concocted an antidote for Greg, and Alonzo calms himself and the medallion, and time writes itself. Johnny, Anara, and Tracy settle in for the nights, content to have defended Alonzo so well. They couldn't have known the events they set in motion, a single match that sets off a wildfire. Every storyteller knows that no epic would be complete without a cast of supporting characters. Like Stoneface, the smooth-talking gargoyle guarding the Kiko Rookery. Tammy and Taylor, the teenage dragonborn apprenticing in the potions room. Nessie, the owlbear that nests in the basement of the castle. And Cole, the devilish inventor with a workshop full of wonders. When dawn breaks after the wedding, Johnny, Anara, and Tracy realize they've been locked in their room. At Alonzo's urging, they decide to break out of the Kiko estate with the prince in tow. With bravery and cunning, they sneak out through Nessie's pen, only for a disguised Alonzo to be captured by the Redthroat gang. The party catches up with the kidnappers. As Tracy tumbles into a mud puddle, Johnny buys a mighty steed, and Inara adopts the blink dog Oatcake. Safe once again, the party travels to Cole's workshop for help. Cole pulls an old, old book from a shelf in her library, pointing to a photo of Alonzo's great-great-great-great-great-great-greatest grandfather, 
he was a champion of the centering, the cataclysmic event that defined the concentric states a millennium ago. And he was wearing the exact medallion in Alonzo's possession. Overcome by the weight of history, Alonzo flees the scene with her characters close behind. No sooner do they step back onto the Kiko estate than Greg, a dangerous and powerful bard in his own right, attacks the party. He accuses them of kidnapping his new husband, Alonzo, and sticks his goons and a magical arrow on the party. Just as Tracy rages and buries an axe into Greg's leg, the battle is quickly diffused by Speaker Martinson, the ethereal speaker of the concentric states. The speaker may make heroes out of our party yet. The speaker invites the three to become Alonzo's security team, defending the champion as he tours the states, bringing peace to the realm. They accept, but they must pass the challenge first. They're given a magical spyglass that, when pointed to the constellation with the missing star, reveals clues of a seafaring voyage. In two days' time, Johnny, Anara, and Tracy report to the large lake behind Kiko Castle, eager to prove themselves. With the help of pirate captain and shapeshifter Alex Delahai, they navigate her ship through treacherous waters in Greg's attempt at magical sabotage. Back on dry land, the speaker rewards the party with three magical items. An extendable arm for Tracy, a shadow-hopping cowl for Inara, and for Johnny, a shard of the undying light, his omnipresent deity. For the first time, they're accepted. They are good. They have purpose. At the official swearing-in ceremony for Alonzo, the Redthroats attempt another raid upon the castle. With help from all of their new friends, the party defends Alonzo, but is quickly overwhelmed. Facing the possible death of his loved ones, Alonzo's medallion spins again. He conjures magical knives that cut down the Redthroats where they stand. Once again, the sky changes. A second star in the constellation blinks out. And with that, the grandparents stretch their backs and snuff out the candle. The rest of the story will have to wait for another night.